0: so normally my TCAS fixes, or episodes, have been roughly around 8 to 12 minutes long. But today, I sat down with John and Hazel, and our conversation went a little bit longer than I had planned. But that's the beauty of conversation. I learned a lot from it, and I hope you do too. So if you'd like to stick around a little bit longer today, then that'd be great. We'd love to have you.
1: How I raise this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We just chose Hi. to hang out. Hi. We're, random we're, little
0: beach town. <laughs> we have chosen to hang out in this random little beach town in California.
1: <laughs>
0: this is where we're at. I'm here with my friends, John and Hazel. We work out every Wednesday. Usually uh, it's over Zoom. But uh, now we have been meeting at the beach. Uh, It has been an amazing time being able to spend time with friends. I encourage you, wherever you are, to set up Zoom workouts with your friends because to have someone to hold you accountable for, for working out, I mean, how was the workout for you both today? Uh, they're both eating so I'm gonna speak first I was dying during the fourth round we did five rounds of three different workout circuits and I was dying literally dying at the fourth and then I I luckily they let let me play my, my they let me play my music this time so I put on a song for the fifth round that was like yeah that it was the song from the third episode actually so that's kind of funny happiness so yeah how was your workout today Hazel
2: so good. We're stuffing our faces because it was such a good workout. Um, I ate sand which was a valuable lesson. Um, but it was a really good workout. Got my upper body in. You know, still negotiating doing push-ups on sand because of the wrist motion.
0: Yes, But the it was wrists. just really
2: nice to be at the beach and by the water with my beach babes with your
1: beach babes, at the beach, with your friends. How about you, John, how was your workout today? Uh, It was a lot of fun. Um, I enjoy working out in general, and it's just fun to be able to share this with friends, um, especially when it comes to wellness. Wellness is such a great thing to be able to experience and share with your close ones. Um, And yeah, especially being outdoors, fresh air, um, next to the ocean, how much better can it get? So, yeah. So why do you work out? Why do, why, why do you work out?
2: Why do I work out? Mm, well, I'm trying to be more invested in my long-term health. So I'm trying to get myself moving more regularly. So it was really nice when we, we all first committed to starting the Wednesday workouts because it felt like for the first time I had a good accountability system set up for working out. And then the thing I loved about about it at the time was that actually propelled me into going on hikes and then we did our horseback riding adventure. Um, so yeah, I had a really good, like that just led to other outdoorsy and like exercisey things. And I'm trying to get back into it, back into that because I feel like I've fallen off that routine. So it's nice to have at least this to keep me motivated during the week. Are you cold? Yeah, no, I, I just shake. I, I just, I, I, when
0: you're, when you're going to be with me on my show, like you're just going to, I shake. It's, it's a tremor. It's, it, they said it's familial. So like it could I run in my like family. Teeth chatter I'm, like, we'll <laughs> I'm a little cold. I'm a little cold. She just saw
1: my she teeth chatter. That's funny. I'm
2: good. Want to eat? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, why
1: do you work out, John? Um, I work out for my health and for, the future like my future self too and um also as a nice reminder and um being grateful that I can move and to not take it for granted
0: oh, i love that the uh, reminder yeah. that
1: we can move just the reminder like just like oh yeah like if you want to take a walk,
0: like simple, something as simple as that to remind your body that you move. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, we'll take a little break. Uh, remember when you listen to this next ad for Anchor, just know you can do a podcast and Anchor can help. So listen to this. I want to take a moment to tell you about my friend Trina's candle business, Candila. She makes natural, clean, burning-scented candles that are carefully hand-poured in small batches. I have her Tropical Yogi-scented candle on my desk right now. She uses environmentally safe ingredients, vegan-friendly, cruelty-free, and paraffin-free. They're also made from 100% pure soy wax from soybeans that are grown in the USA, lead-free, coreless, and has a cotton-flat braid wick. They come in premium phthalate free fragrances with some blended essential oils. Trina is fabulous at this art, and even makes incense, too. She's made a Black Friday sale campaign for this Thanksgiving holiday, which goes from today. November 24th, 2020 until Sunday, November 29th, 2020 which is a whole 20% off your entire order. No code, just an automatic checkout deal. So, visit mycandila.com. That's spelled M-Y-K-A-N-D-I-L-A dot com. My Great for gifts and for your own peace of mind, body, and soul. And remember, it's yoga practice, not yoga perfect. Before we get back to the episode, I wanted to take a moment and ask for your support. With monthly contributions, I can take my podcast and bring it to the next level. Visit new places, get a new microphone, things like that. If you'd be interested in helping me out, visit anchor.fm slash Christopher hyphen one slash support. You can actually make a monthly monetary contribution and I can add it to make this an amazing, amazing show. So please visit anchor.fm slash Christopher Aguilar one slash support. Thank you. All right. So we've been eating. I hope that you have beautiful lunches with your friends as well. I, I just actually, I just, I really want to take a moment and just be grateful for both of you in my life, because yeah. you've been the consistence through this whole pandemic and through all the different just the times that we've gone through mm-hmm. these past few months.
2: Yeah, all the self care. All the
0: self care that we did. All right, so we sort of touched on our passions when we were in high school, and even in college, and even as adults. And I, I want to hear your passions. I want to hear whether it's from before or from now, but I want you to share with our audience, like, what is it that you're passionate about that keeps you driven, or has there been a passion that you had to let go of? And, and, what, and what is that?
2: I just remembered I do have one. Really? Um, I used to want to be Mariah Carey. Like, I was obsessed with Mariah Carey. So she was my, like... Mariah Carey was my singing tutor. So I did, like, choir in I guess elementary school all the way through high school but all those years I was obsessed with Mariah Carey like I would listen to her albums over and over and I would sing to them so she actually gave me the range that I, I mean I probably also had like you know whatever you're born with was my range but like, I learned to sing by singing along to Mariah Carey albums so everywhere all of them from music box to think Rainbow was the last one that I was obsessed with, and then I stopped listening after that, but, yeah. Um, And then it stopped because I killed my voice, because without, like, professional training, Uh, you can fuck your vocal cords up. That's true. Doing
0: all the Mariah Carey songs. (laughs) Trying to match
2: Mariah Carey, who is a professional singer and probably also has coaches and surgeons. So... Yeah, so I actually quit singing Um Because I was I I would try to sing And if I tried to get anywhere in like my belt range My voice would die Like I would either completely flat out like, You wouldn't hear anything Or I would fear I would feel this like awful like scratchy In my throat So yeah, it was a very dark time because I was so used to singing through everything, like singing was like my outlet. And when I lost that, it was just like silence, which is very uncomfortable. Um, But yeah, and then after college, when I was wanting a creative outlet again, I thought that I wanted to get into musicals because that's what I did in high school. Started auditioning, realized I knew nothing about how to audition for musicals. So then I started taking classes, and then through those classes, I realized that acting was something I was excited about. So acting was a hobby at first, and then it it just became this like overarching thing. And over the years, it's just become this deeper and deeper passion. Where for me, it's like all aspects of acting are really interesting to me. So that's where I'm at now.
0: I love that, I love that. I love how you have acting now as mm-hmm. as that as that same like driven that you had the drive that you had when you were singing to Mariah Carey <laughs> like now you have it in acting mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah and I think
2: part of like being able to let go of that I mean it was really sad like I think a lot of the darkness that I felt like the depression I felt wasn't just about losing the singing but also feeling like I was coming to terms with like not being able recognizing that I wouldn't have that career that I wasn't going to be discovered or whatever uh, and become this like pop star Um, and then yeah I was going to say something else but I forgot what was the thing you just said
0: I'm I'm, I'm just thinking about you being a pop star now so
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, something about Depression. Yeah, yeah, just realizing like it wasn't like I was losing the thing that like comforted me and that I was losing this dream. Yeah. But man, am I glad now that I never tried to go into the music industry because I've heard what that is like and I'm mm. grateful that instead I followed this other path. So, uh,
0: and we support you on this path. Yeah. Yay! We all support you! We all, <laughs> you. <laughs> we all each
2: other on these paths.
0: So, yeah. Let's get to know John. Okay, John. How about that? What's passion in your life?
1: Yay! Okay. So, passion... Um, so, we, we talked about this a little earlier. Um, something that I was really, really passionate about when I was younger um, was soccer. I played soccer since... I don't know, maybe when I was... Since I was eight years old? Eight, nine years old? Um, And it was just something that I was really, really good at because I hustled and I worked hard and, you know, had to prove myself, too, being smaller than most of the boys that I played with, Um, especially going into high school. I was so small. (laughs) Like, people would comment on my height. And, um, yeah, so, uh, so something that I... Thought I was gonna go into you know I it was like in my heart to just go play soccer professionally and make it and represent you know like the Philippine community in America <laughs> um, and you know that never happened but um, it was always on my mind even going into college and venturing out into other sports too um, as other outlets because I. Uh, school I went to didn't have like a guy's soccer team or anything Um, and yeah as you kind of get older you know they talk about how um, you can't really enter those kind of things at a certain age like once you hit a certain age it's like it's the likelihood of even trying to get in is very low Um, so just being able to accept that and move on was a big thing for me too Um, but also not forgetting what I've learned throughout playing, you know, take so taking what you've learned along that journey and being able to translate it to other journeys, right? So, um, yeah, so always thinking of where you can go from there and how you can, yeah, translate, you know, what you've, your experiences and what you've learned to anything else. So, um, So, even though I lost... You know, the whole dream of becoming a a professional soccer player, I never lost my passion for wellness and being active in sports, right? So, being involved in things like Dragon Boat and, um, you know, Dragon Boat Racing. (laughs) Dragon Boat Racing, yes, Dragon Boat Racing and, you know, leading different workouts for friends and family and um, and just being accountable for myself too, like setting aside time for myself to work out for any sort of um, specific goals that I have when it comes to. Uh, training Um, so everything I learned through sports from growing up I can translate to here and being able to share it with friends and family Um, and then yeah from there going on the acting grind as well so that's uh, another passion that I had actually yeah how we all met through acting and it's actually a passion I had um, in middle school, high school, but I was too afraid to pursue it back then, um, and I think I was just so focused on sports that that was kind of the top priority uh, until going into college when I took you know a couple of theater classes, and one of my really good friends was like, "Why didn't you just major, you know, in theater?" And I never thought about that. Um, because there's always this sort of idea like okay just finish your studies like find something that's stable you know because acting is just very you never know sort of thing and um but i mean that's the thing it's that's if you're so passionate about it it's worth it right you, you just Amen. right like it's the risk that you take is so worth it when you when you put in that hard work and the results that come after that, right? The things that you manifest from your hard work and your work ethic, and um, finding community of people that helps you stay accountable, and being able to share with them, There's like people that are that have those passions with you, right? So, I think that's something that's important when it comes to passion is finding people that are passionate about things like similar things to help each other grow in that in that path. Um, so, I'm very grateful to have Hazel and Chris uh since i consider myself fairly new in acting still i'm very like i'm le- but i'm learning so so much and uh so my passion for acting is growing every day um and yeah i'm just very grateful for these two
2: um, for the record i am also grateful just because i didn't say it on oh, the mic does not mean i said it first when we were on the beach
1: true i stole it there we go <laughs>
2: Your turn,
0: Chris. My turn. Oh, I was ready to end it. it. <laughs> no, but you haven't talked about your passion. I haven't talked about my passion. my passion. I wanted to be a gymnast. <gasps> mm. oh. I, I wanted to be a gymnast. I, uh, yeah, I was on boys' team when photo. I was six. I know. Now I was, um, I was on boys' team when I was six, and I was playing outside with my friends, and they were like, why aren't you outside playing outside? a lot anymore chris and i was like oh because i'm practicing for gymnastics and they're like but we want you to play outside some more so i was like okay so i just stopped Mm.
1: (laughs) how dare they
0: (laughs) so i stopped my dreams of becoming a gymnast at six um but i've always said if i could do any other profession other than acting it would be to be a gymnast Mm. i just think that's such a cool job so whatever you're passionate about, I, I hope that you've either, if it's not, oh, I hate to say that, if it's not possible, then accept that it's not possible, but no. I don't want to say things like that. No, just whatever you're passionate about, just go for it, right? Yeah.
2: Do it and find, and like John said, find the people who really support that.
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's that's something that I've really taken away from this acting journey is like the effect that mentorship has on the success of any person any one person in any field mm. whether it's science or medicine or arts or whatever it really it's so dependent on who you surround yourself with mm. so if you want to succeed find the people who really want to see that as well oh,
0: um, i love it i love yeah. it and that's what this is yeah. this is what this is yeah. oh, oh and this is was- yeah
2: Because I've noticed that, like, within these stories, that on the flip side of that is, like, there's this obsession within our culture of, like, youth being the thing. That we want young people to succeed because young people have great energy and whatever. And when you're old, you're old. It's this mentality of, like, stop trying if you're at a certain age because you're never going to get to that particular dream and sure you could say like for us like <laughs> becoming a pop star becoming a whatever becoming a professional soccer player or a professional gymnast maybe not so feasible in terms of like our biology in terms of yeah. our bodies but there is that other I think the like more dangerous aspect of that thinking which is that like which I had when I started acting, which was like, oh, well, I'm too old. Like, I'm starting this after college. There are so many other people who've been doing it since they were five or four or fetuses. So what am I even trying to do? But like you said, Chris, like if you're passionate about it, support yourself and see where it takes you, because if there's anything that I'm really appreciating about the industry now is that it is becoming more mindful of the fact that older bodies do not mean, like, failure or, or death <laughs> or, like, the giving up of things. Like, we as a population are getting older, we're staying healthier longer, so the stories that we're going to tell as we age are also really important to be represented, not just, you know, our ethnicity or sexual identity or orientation our abilities, all of those things, but also we are getting older and older stories matter. So Mm. yeah your story matters.
0: Your story matters. Our story matters. All right. I I love that. No, that was so streamlined. (laughs) It was was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well I love you. I love you both so much.
2: I was grateful (laughs) for It's not a competition.
0: Alrighty, have a beautiful day, and remember, live it, love it, now. (laughs)